So this was a short one, um, and it goes a little something like this. Infinite wisdom awaits the soul wanderer who mirrors the lesson of every unknown reflection. Find yourself in the eyes of every quote unquote stranger who touches your soul and know the universe in whole. Let that marinate. Let's set it off, y'all. Oh, that's that big drip, big wrist, big body, big whips, big glocks, big guap, big knots, big goons, small problems, big moves. Oh, uh, sauce it up. All this drip, I can fuck around and wash them up. Hell, catch I like Mufasa when I start it up. That's a wild body, bitch, it's hard to park it up. Uh, Blessing like a baby leg, spark it up. Hey, homie, take your chain, it don't spark enough. Welcome to the Set It Off Podcast with Sir Jeffrey Fab D, where I bring you that positive energy to raise all your beautiful frequencies. So yeah, today's soul reflection is what are you grateful for? And I've I brought that in an episode before, but I wanted to bring it back into this episode um, just to kind of have you think about that and always you know incorporate that in your daily practice just looking around and seeing what you're grateful for because i i think that will help you to increase your blessings help you just to focus on what you have versus what you don't have so that can help to aid uh, the uh, the progression of any manifestation that you currently have going so that's always something to keep in mind just you know there's always somebody who has it harder than you imagine if you had you know some dirty shoes that you were complaining about but you walk down the street and you see a man who has you know not only no you know just dirtier shoes than yours but like no feet at all and he has crutches and he's homeless like then you would think instantly like wow you know, I'm I'm focusing on the wrong things. It's all about prioritizing. It really is, um, and that's what I'm learning. You know, so I'll I'm gonna segue into my answer for that. Uh, I'm grateful for the ability to um, recognize that I have a um, a powerful resilience. Uh, not only uh, it's not something that happened overnight. Um, you know. Being born and raised in Detroit and going to Atlanta from California, Arizona, you know, all over, uh, now New York. And, you know, it's, I've been able to jump into certain situations and adapt easily, whether it be um, of, you know, just the most excruciating um, adversity or just a situation where, it could have easily broke me down, but I chose to um, rise up and go, you know, harder than I can even even fathom than I can go. And so, um, you know, I am I'm just grateful for uh, the ability to um, bounce back from anything and, you know, move forward with uh clarity of mind and know what i'm going to do next and always plan ahead you know um i'm reaching the last 
end of my school year and I graduate in May and I'm super excited. I really am. Uh, it's like I'm breaking generational curses and I couldn't be happier really because school is something that um, on one end, you know, it. on one hand, it's somewhat hindered my, uh, you know, as far as I could have gone, my status, my progression in music and in acting and other creative endeavors that I currently have going, juggling simultaneously. Uh, but on the other hand, I'm able to be the first, you know, man in my family with a college degree and embed that in my children's mind like you can achieve whatever you want to you just gotta um, keep your your head strong and your mind in the game and don't get distracted that's the biggest thing um, because I've made a lot of mistakes to you know really have a strong desire not to make that mistake again so now I'm able to just um, damn my phone's always fucking shit now I'm able to really, uh, I don't know, just see where I'm going 20 steps ahead, even though things always change and not go exactly how you plan them to go. But um, I'm grateful for the ability to, uh, you know, love myself enough to plan ahead, take the time uh, for self-care and know where I'm going and have goals. You know, uh, when I graduate, I have certain goals and I want to see those through having like a, a one year plan, five year plan, um, because I don't want to plan to fail. You know what I mean? So or I, I don't want to fail to plan and plan to fail. So, yeah, uh, that's a extensive answer of what I'm grateful for. Um, if y'all can tell by my um um, you know, the speed of my voice, your boy's feeling a little uh, but so go with it tonight, you know. Um, to do this, uh, you know, James Baldwin thing and to make sure I get it right. And I hope that my professor only listens to the James Baldwin part. Uh, but anyway, we're grown, so it is what it is. But okay, so the weekend review has been great, um, you know. Uh, just really excited about the end of school. Um, everything's going good in the home life. Um, the people I live with are great. Um, they make me food all the time. I need to go grocery shopping more to cook my own food, to be honest. Uh, I feel like I'm finishing strong in school with my papers and these presentations. And uh, yeah, so that's my week in review, you know, just again, just pay preparing for the end of school and preparing for hopefully doing like an internship uh, next semester. And I just got a, uh, a president scholarship here at school and I'm really excited because that's, that's going to help me to cut down some of my uh, tuition here. And, you know, your boy's working hard. I'm really keeping my head in the game and not being distracted. Um, so yeah, that's my week in review. Um, just gonna move kind of fast. It's kind of late. Um, 
So the artist spotlight is for this week. Um, I have some different artists for you guys. So first, moving to the unknown artist. It's a uh, friend of mine. Her name is Chemistry. That's spelled K-Y-M-I-S-T-R-Y. That's Chemistry. Um, this is a song that we did together, so I can play you guys, uh, let's say, the whole song. So this song is entitled Free Bird, and take a listen, and here we go. Yeah.
by way with me. Alright, so that was Freebird. I hope you guys dig that. And I have over a hundred plus songs on that piff D A T P I F F D I Oh, I don't know why I'm spelling com for you. Your boy's faded. Um, so yeah, Chemistry's music can be found on SoundCloud. She's a dope artist. Um, very, very uh, beautiful voice. Um, very eccentric. Um, she has accomplished a lot. You should go check her out. Super cool. All right, moving on to the emerging artist. Uh, his name is Reason. Um, from TDE. The song is called Flick It Up, featuring App Soul. Let's give it a listen. I don't want all that dinner. Got new bitch, ain't thinking enough. Do no work, I flick it up. Flick it up, flick it up. Take a blow, sick, ain't sick enough. Got new bitch, ain't thinking enough. Till I drop down, then pick it up. Pick it up, pick it up. They can't wait, way up now. Hoes got six like touchdown. Get hit like diamonds, bust down. I bust down, I bust down. Caught niggas stealing my stuff now. I can see me and a lot of these niggas. Shit start feel like us now, way. Niggas so focused, head on straight. No new friends, nigga dead on way. Hoes on Ray Charles, treated like baseball, knock it out of the park. All right now. Um, so yeah, that was Reason, TDE, you know, they roll with, you know, Kendrick, J Rock, Absol, uh, SZA, Tight, Tight, you know, now Reason, so Tight Squad. Um, and now the known artist is Kanye West off of his new album, Jesus is King. This song is called Follow God. Let's take a listen. Life like this is what your life like. Try to live the life right. People really know you push your buttons like type right. This is like a movie, but it's really very lifelike. Every single night, right? Every single fight, right? I was looking at the gram and I don't even like lights. I was screaming at my daddy, told me it ain't Christ like. I was screaming at the referee, just like Mike. Looking for a bright light. Seek what your life like. Riding on a white bike, feeling like a sight fight. Pressing on the gas, looking over for a night light. Screaming at my dad and he told me it ain't Christ like. All right, that's follow God. The one thing I like about the visual for the song is he's with his dad and the message he puts at the end about him owning like I think it's four hundred thousand acres of land or four thousand. I don't know. I think it's four hundred thousand. That is crazy. Oh, I forget the number, but it's a it's a crazy amount of land. Um, so shout out to Kanye for that, you know, and putting his dad in the video and being able to forgive him for not being there. That takes a real strong man. And, you know, he said that now he it took him like 42 years to realize his dad is his best friend. I think that's really fucking dope. Um, so, yeah, that is the hardest spotlight for this week. I hope that you guys have enjoyed it. I try to bring you guys some strong artists every week to keep you engaged with these uh, new artists and really go out to follow them, support them. Because independent artists, or if you're on a label, you're going to need support. The fans are the ones that support us. And instead of supporting music with bad messages, you know what I mean? Like, you know, um, sometimes I do be playing some music that, you know, is not always, in, you know, uh, conveying a good message to the youth, but 
you know, support music that you love, but try to do it to keep this generation underneath us, Gen Z, Gen Z, to um, go into the light. You know, we need more doctors, lawyers, you know, um, congressmen, congresswomen to really implement change for the betterment of black and brown lives in this country. I think it's, you know, good to steer them in that direction versus aspiring to be like rappers or aspiring to be, you know, something that they're, they're not really truly passionate about, but they think that it's popular to do, you know? So let's put our generation behind us and us ourselves in these positions to run for mayor, run for Congress, you know, change the way things are ran you know, for real, make better decisions. So, yeah, I think that's a really good thing to, to focus on moving forward. Um, so I wanted to cap off the artist spotlight by saying that. So moving forward to the entertain frame, um, this is where I'm going to bring in James Baldwin on I Am Not Your Negro. All right. All right, so I am just going to read you a little bit of a synopsis for this film and then talk a little bit about it and give you a article, scholarly article, peer-reviewed about it and say a little bit more about it. It has to be no longer than five minutes for this segment. So, Professor, here it goes. Um, in 1979... James Baldwin wrote a letter to his literary agent describing his next project, Remembering This House. The book was to be a revolutionary and personal account of the lies and assassinations of three of his closest friends, Medgar Evers, Malcolm X, and Martin Luther King Jr. At the time of Baldwin's death in 1987, he left behind only 30 completed pages of this manuscript. Filmmaker Raoul Peck envisions the book James Baldwin never finished. The release date is February the 3rd, 2017, United States. Show is uh, the producers are Independent Lens. The director is Raul Peck. Um, the air date is January the 15th, 2018. The previous, um, anyway, yeah. So that's a little bit uh, about the film. And so James Baldwin, um, you guys know he was um, around here in the Harlem Times. Actually, let me give you a little bit of background about James Baldwin um, as well. Um, let me pull it up here. Do, do, do. All right, so James Baldwin, he's an author, and he was born, get this off my screen, what the hell, bruh, he was born uh, in August the 2nd, 1924, and his passing was December the 1st, 1987. He was an American novelist and playwright and an activist. His essays as collected in Notes of a Native Son, 1955, explores the intricacies of racial, sexual, and class distinctions in Western societies, most notably in 1920th century North America. Um, so that's a little bit about James Baldwin. Um, some of his 
you know, uh, his books are, well, his essays really are the fi is the fire next time, no name in the street, the devil finds work, remember this house, um, and they made a, a film based off one of his books. Uh, it's called If Bill Street Can Talk. And the documentary that I'm talking about here is called I Am Not Your Negro. Um, so yeah, <clears throat> he was born here in Harlem at the Harlem Hospital. Um, you know, growing up in Harlem, he faced a lot of obstacles and you know, one of which was his education. Uh, he said, I knew I was black, of course, but I knew I also knew I was smart. I didn't know how I would use my mind or even if I could, but that was the only thing I had to use, he said. Um, so, yeah. And so let's move on to the scholarly art article because this can't be too long. Let me see if there's anything else I want to touch on about, um, you know. All right, so to give you a full, I don't want, I, put, I want to put some respect on this man's name. So let me give you a full um, list of his works. All right, Go Tell It on the Mountain, um, that's 1953. The Amen Corner, that's 1954. Notes of a Native Son. Essays, that's 1955. Giovanni's Room, that's a novel, that's 1956. Um, and the Amen Corner was a play, and the Go Tell It on the Mountain was a semi-autobiography -auto novel. Um, Nobody Knows My Name, More Notes of a Native Son, that's Essays, that's 1961. Another Country, that's a novel, that's 1962. I Talk to Teachers, that's Essay, that's 1963. The Fire Next Time, that's Essays, that's 1963. Blues for Mr. Charlie, that, that's a play, that's 1964. Go tell it on the mountain, or go tell, going to tell the man, what the hell? Tell me how long the train's been gone. That's a novel. That's 1968. No name in the street. That's essays. That's 1972. If Bill Street can talk. That's a novel. That's 1974. The Devil Finds Food. That's essays. That's in 1976. Just above my head. That's a novel. That's 1979. Jimmy's Blues. That's poems. That's 1983 the evidence of things not seen that's essays that's 1985 the price of the ticket that's essays that's 1985 the damn i need some fucking water um the cross of redemption <clears throat> that's uncollected writings that's essays it's 2010 jimmy jimmy's blues and others poems says poems is for 2014 mm. Ooh, okay wow so yeah that's a full list of his works let's move on to this article uh, let me so this uh, article is called the problems of the Negro writer and I wanted to bring this article in because um, you know I feel like 
it's a different perspective on to see how people viewed um, James Baldwin back in those days. And this is from 1964. So <clears throat> I'll just read a short segment of it. While these matters seem uh, beside the point of those quote unquote few more problems, and they're talking about um, just the differences of white and black uh, writers and the emergence of James Baldwin. Um, Negro writers have than whites, they are not really. As a matter of fact, they illustrate one of those problems rather specifically. That one that many Negro writers have called the quote unquote problem of identity. This is imprecise. It is much, much less a problem of identity than identification and the difference which may seem merely subtle is substantial. What Hughes, Jones, and Williams do each in his own way is dis, uh, deplore the fact that their identity as Negroes precludes their identification with the American writing. It is immediately clear that this is something more than literary, a literary problem, a problem in writing. It has nothing to do with a classic search for the father theme, nor with the complex national formulations and the structure of such of his novels, like the autobiography of an ex-colored man, native son, and invisible man. Neither does it have anything to do with all of the series creative writing is at the bottom, the quest for self. As a problem of identity, it is delusive. And it is set forth in James Baldwin's grandiose verbiage as this prestigious question at home so little recognized seems to grow disproportionately, producing tensions and bewilderments. It is an unctuous fraud, which let it be said Baldwin has perpetuated so successfully as to attain the status of cultural hero martyr among the uninformed, the sophisticated misinformed, and the native. Hmm. So that's a little segment from the problems of a Negro. And James Baldwin is a black hero, you know, definitely bold in his writings. Um, I'm about to get, when I graduate, get into my readings of Baldwin's. I just have too many classes to really delve into any leisure reading, but I'm definitely going to dive into Baldwin because I'm ashamed to say that I've never read a James Baldwin novel. I'm sorry, um, but I definitely will. Um, so, yeah. That is the Entertain Frame with James Baldwin. Professor, thank you for listening. Um, and you don't have to listen to the rest, I understand. Moving on to the next is the Psych Mike. And this is how to handle seasonal depression. All right, so just three tips. One, make sure you stay rested up. Get yourself something like a diffuser where you can kind of bring essential oils into your daily life. You can burn lavender or not burn, but you can put lavender in there, chamomile, um, you know, juniper, uh, rosemary, since it's like the holiday season, a lot of different fragrances uh, or essential oils in there just to kind of calm yourself before you go to sleep or throughout the day or whenever you're home. 
So that's step number one. Get yourself a diffuser or, you know, candles, scented candles, whatever floats your boat. Uh, step number two, make sure you wear warm and comfortable clothing. I know this sounds like, you know, it's not associated, but it really is. The more comfortable you are outside, you know, during this cold weather, the more you're going to feel like warm and not, it's not going to add to your depression. So get yourself some long johns, aka thermals. Make sure that, that you're warm, that you wear warm socks. Get yourself some thick socks if you don't have any, a sweater. You know, make sure that you're protected. You know, of course, we all like to dress with fashion, but you really have to make sure that you're covered up. I always got myself some thermals on, you know, in this type of weather because I'm not trying to play around and get sick. Keep your immune system. Oh, number three, keep your immune system. A one, make sure that you are taking multivitamins, your iron, get yourself some sarsaparilla, get yourself some burdock root, some dandelion, um, some echinacea, some golden seal, um, what else? Some elderberries, um, yeah, definitely some uh, turmeric, some ginger, um, and yeah, and some teas, definitely some teas, and yeah. And some, um, you can make a, a shot if you have a juicer, or ginger, turmeric, and lemon shot with some cayenne pepper. That's always good. And if you have some wild oil of oregano, that's also something else that's going to help to regulate your immune system throughout this winter season. Because it's um, here in New York, February is our coldest season, so we we're just getting like the beginning of it, which is uh, you know kind of cold. So. Those are my three tips on how to handle seasonal depression. Stay warm, get yourself some seasonal, uh, get yourself some candles, some scented candles or a diffuser, and make sure that, you know, you're staying on top of yourself um, and that you hold yourself accountable, that you make sure that you, uh, you know, rest up, that you get your rest, um, that you get a lot of sleep. And um, yeah, man, love yourself. So moving on next, this, uh, the root is, does getting back with your exes work out? This is a question that I have. Does getting back with your exes work out? Um, I don't want to speak too much of my situation, but I'm like, here's my thing. If there's love there, if you guys are friends, then I think that it's easier to get back. But if the foundation or root of your relationship was physical and sex, it's going to be harder to get back because you don't have that mental, that mental, what the fuck, that mental and emotional connection. So you only have that physical connection. So if you take away sex from a relationship what do you have you have to focus on the mental and fit the emotional connection you know so you have to be with somebody who can be your best friend and if you can't find that in the ex you have to real you have to realize why you broke up in the first place really take a a deep deep thinking session on why you guys broke up and see if you can bear the problems that caused you to break up and if those problems can be worked through so they won't be repetitive moving forward and you have to make sure that 
you know, it's you're not forcing anything, man. Like the moment it feels forced, the moment you feel like you can't trust that person, do yourself the favor and break it off because that's part of your self-love because, you know, some relationships are toxic, but those people still for some reason want to get back with each other. I don't know. It's a it's a pull. It's, a, it's magnetic. It's like this gravity that, that pulls you back to each other. It's like that love. So if it's toxic, you have to do yourself a favor, break it off and realize it's not going to work. Like, period, bruh. You know, there's too many fish in the sea to be swimming along somebody who's not going to have you six of a shark comes. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, you don't have to dish your ex or anything like that. Realize that, you know, for man, she was a queen. For woman, he was a king. But it, you have to take the lessons that you have gained from this relationship take to uh, take the growth that you have gained from this relationship and move forward you know that's all that you can do really so that is the root for this week and the cosmic couch is CMOS is the boss listen CMOS makes up 92 of the 102 minerals you have naturally reoccurring in your body the main purpose of CMOS is to attack your mucous membrane to get yourself rid of mucus and the the accumulation of mucus is, is inflammation which is the uh, beginning of every disease and I was able to learn this from from uh, really intensely uh, focusing on Dr. Sebi's and his teachings and also I've been working at an herb store for a really long time so I see a lot of people come to me with the different ailments and I'm able to prescribe uh, not prescribe but in a way you know without the um, logistics, like prescribe them what's best for them as far as the herbs, you know. Uh, if you ca you have chest congestion, you need heart hawthorn berries. If you have severe anxiety, anxiety, you need St. John's worth uh, or worth, you know. If you need iron, sarsaparilla. If you need memory, you need periwinkle or uh, ashwagandha, you know what I mean. So, um, yeah, it's these are the things that I like to uh, really practice in my daily life. Um, herbs, because herbs are the healing of a nation, you know. So sea moss is the boss. Go out, get yourself some sea moss. It grows naturally in St. Lucia. Fucking beautiful. It tastes bitter, but I like, I like it raw, you know. Pause. Nah, not really, because ladies, you know. But anyway, um, that's the Cosmic Couch. No voicemails this week, but I am optimistic that the voicemails will come. This is episode 13 of Set It Off podcast, you know, so uh, I'm going to do it up to episode 15. So, you know, it's cool. It's my first season. I'm going to pick this back up in February when I drop it at the episode 15. So my intention for the next week is to really um, finish strong, study. Um, I'm a crammer for exams, but I, I'm going to mix it in and intertwine some actual studying for these things and make sure I finish strong and, and get the grades and 
um, the, the GPA for me is, it's whatever, but I like to know that I can do the best that I can possibly do so that I know I'm not, I'm not half-assing, you know what I mean? So um, I'm in here for a reason, and I want to make sure that I do that the best that I can moving forward. So that's my intention of the week. This was the Set It Off podcast with Sir Jeffrey 5D. You can follow me on all social networks. That's at Sir Jeffrey 5D. That's S-I-R-J-E-F-F-R-E-E-Y 5 then D. Um, you can call the voicemail number. That's 313-288-9561. That's 313-288. That's 9561. Thank you so much for tuning in. I love you guys. Be loved. Be blessed. Be safe. Peace. Hey, uh, homie, check your chain. It don't spark enough. Like, what you doing? Fuck this nigga doing, bro. This nigga got cute with zirconium stones, man. This nigga really trying to stunt. My nigga, you a little nigga, you heard? You a little homie. Get your money back. Double cup of Hennessy, we call it money at. So woo, where all of my buddies at? I took her to the crib and I had fun with that. Now come and get your mother back, I'm done with that. Yo, I just caught the pocket rocket. Yeah.